Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. I gave that an excited <laughs> welcome. <laughs> you were bouncing up and down today. Happy to be here. Um, we have a bit of TV news. Um, we discussed the Netflix show Get Organized with the Home Edit when it came out. Uh, we both liked the show for the most part mm-hmm. you you were not partial to the Reese Witherspoon portions <laughs> of it it was one episode <laughs> one I, I like par- half of one episode yeah um but we were tickled I don't know what's the word we learned this week that they're getting a season two yeah and I th- I, I don't think it was a surprise necessarily to anybody given how well the show performed when it when it kicked off when it premiered um gosh what when was that I know time is a construct that was it must have been summer yeah I think it was like late summer I think it it must have been like August maybe somewhere in the the bowels of 2020 that show came out and it was just the lighthearted you know Netflix show that I think we all needed and it was the boost for a lot of us to start decluttering our own homes so Mm -hmm. um you know I I wasn't surprised that it got renewed um did you were you surprised that it got renewed I wasn't surprised because I remember logging on to my Netflix and seeing it was all it was in the top 10 for a long time I'd say yeah like like people loved it um I watched it a ton actually (laughs) I (laughs) I watched it like once through you know actually watching it and then I had it on in the background like passively um a couple times as well just because Because i don't know why i'm curious about those i don't know i like why why that show instead of one of your old favorites like the office or something were you actually like gleaning tips every single time you watched an episode over and over again i was and it it was very very lighthearted, which was just it was nice to have that dose dose of like rainbow tinted um, positivity just on in the background. And I also did clean out my pantry. Um, I went to the container store, uh, and of course, you know, at that time the container store had like big posters with the ladies faces and the home edit on them. Um, most of their product was sold out from the container store. So, and it it was a lot of people who had the home edit fever, at that time so yeah yeah I'd say it's not surprising that they got a season two I'm just I have so many questions about your background tv watching habits now (laughs) I mean the home edit season two I'll I'll be watching (laughs) when does it premiere do we know Ooh, good question um I mean they probably haven't even organized it or I mean haven't even (laughs) filmed it (laughs) that was a fun turn of phrase we don't have a date for a, a season two premiere yet um but we will keep a close eye on this one because lord have mercy because we watch all the shows and some of us watch them twice or three times over yeah yeah and aren't they, aren't they renewing like a Marie Kondo show too yeah they are renewing Marie Kondo I mean her first one was tidying up with Marie Kondo and the second one is going to be focused a little less on decluttering and more on just making good life choices mm-hmm. um 
I think it's called like Spark Joy with mm, Marie Kondo. Sp- Sparking Joy with Marie Kondo. Sparking Joy. Yeah. So there's that one on the docket. I think that's going to come out later this year. And the newest reality home improvement organizing show actually just premiered on Friday, March 19th. This one is Everything But the House with host Laura Spencer from GMA. Natalie and I had a little bit of trouble figuring this out. This It appears that this show actually premiered back in 2018. I think they did a couple episodes and then for some reason had to kill it, take a break. I'm under the impression that the company, Everything But the House, which is in um, an an estate sale website, auction website, mm-hmm. that they might have had some business difficulties. Yes. Yeah, so, of course, Everything But the House is is a website that people can go on and bid bid on items. And that's the place that all of the items on the show are actually sold. They, Lara Spencer and her team take the items and put them on Everything But the House. So... There must have been some sort of you know, remember like or Orlando Soria's show it they rebranded it or they changed yeah, the name yeah yeah it started maybe, as, maybe it was something like that yeah because I I know that I went down the Twitter rabbit hole and I saw her promoting this show back in May of 2018 and I was like whoa I took a time <laughs> machine back to the the past but um <laughs> I, I all I know is that if you're going to tune into it now, it's newly premiered. They're putting a new face on it. It premiered on uh, the 19th of March on HGTV with back-to-back episodes. And Natalie and I watched the first one to see what it's all Mm -hmm. about and to see if it's worth you guys watching too. Um, Natalie and I have not discussed this. So tell me, what do you think? What did you, did you like it? I did like it. Um, it's a little bit like Antiques Roadshow, but not as like in the weeds. Um, there's a little bit of like a game show aspect to it in the sense of like how much money are they going to get for Mm -hmm. these things, which I did enjoy. You got to see the live auction at the end, which is really cool. So the premise is they go into somebody's home and they clear it out and they have all these things that could be worth a lot of money, maybe not. And they have appraisers come in from everything but the house Mm -hmm. and they appraise the value of it. But you don't actually really know what the true value of it is until people start bidding. In the first episode, it was a couple. It was a uh, minister and his wife or Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. girlfriend. And they were trying to raise money for their mobile food pantry, which was really amazing. And so they were getting Mm -hmm. rid of all this stuff that had been handed down to them um, or that had come with the house, this large estate um, in Connecticut, right? Was it Connecticut? Yeah. Uh, It was um, Islip. It was in Long Island. Okay. My bad. And it was owned by Andrew's grandfather, who was also a minister. Yeah. And so it had all this, like, really old, glorious stuff with um, everything had a backstory. Yeah, I, I mean, before they even stepped through the door, I was like, keep the house. Like, I know. Because didn't they say they, they were going to sell the house and the contents inside of it? Uh, yeah, I do think they were also going to sell the house. And I was like, this house, I mean, they called it like Gatsby chic or something. That's yeah. what, what Andrew called it. I mean, talk about gorgeous like Cape Cod style, right on the water. Yeah. It was, 
I mean, clearly it's not their style. They didn't have, they didn't see a need for it. They couldn't use it for their life's purpose and, and their work that they do with, with the mission and the food pantry or the, the church and the food pantry. But I mean, yeah, this, this property was incredible. The, the items that were inside of it, they found, it was kind of a hodgepodge that they found. It was, it wasn't all just like wooden antiques. I mean, there were plenty of those. There was that one like sideboard that was just gorgeous. Yeah. That, like with the drawers. Um, there was that weird Chesterfield sofa or Chesterfield I loved that. love seat. It was, it was quirky. It was cool. I thought that was really cool. Um, there, there was a coffee table with a glass top and what looked like uh, raw wood, like driftwood, driftwood base. But mm. it was very clear that it wasn't real driftwood. It was resin, which made them think that it was probably made sometime in the 70s. Um, I still thought it looked really cool. AKA hot, hot, hot right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, like so I, in style. I was surprised that they were like, oh, this is from the 70s because I definitely thought it could have been made today by you know, living spaces or something like that. <laughs> living spaces. <laughs> See, there you go. They're in our brains. Um, so yeah, they, I mean, they spent some time walking us around these items. They picked out a few, had them appraised. And then at the end of the episode, uh, they've moved all of them out into the warehouse for everything but the house. And that's when they take pictures and put them online and the auction begins. And so mm-hmm. we got to see what people actually were willing to spend on these items. And some of them come in under budget. Some of them came in over the appraisal amount. And ultimately this couple that needed, I think it was 35,000 for their food truck ended mm-hmm. up making double that. Yeah. Um, there were some surprises for sure. I think like, the biggest, oh my gosh, was the chess table, um, which went for $700 more than they thought it was going to go for. The appraisers, um, it, it was like this really cool wooden um, table chess set. And uh, the appraisers were like, oh, this is great. You know, people during COVID are staying at home and looking for things to do at home. And so we could see this one going for, you know, $300, $400 easily. Yeah. It went for $1,100. <laughs> this thing which is just I mean some some person really just loves chess yeah <laughs> and wanted that Queen's gambit man I don't know yeah that too I'm sure um the other pandemic related trend that we saw and I thought this was really interesting is they had a bunch of patio furniture that they were auctioning off and they ended up making somewhere around 13,000 for that. Yeah. And I thought it was really interesting that Jackie Denny, she's the appraiser with everything but the house. And we've actually interviewed her for some stories before on Realtor.com. She's great. She's, she's the co-founder of everything but the house, I yes. think. Yes. And she was saying that it made sense that the the patio furniture would go for so much money. They've seen a major uptick in people buying used patio furniture because people are staying at home and they're entertaining in small groups. And so that's what they, Mm -hmm. that's where the demand is. Yeah. I mean, so at the end they did show the live auction and they had a little Lara, 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 Lara had a little um, iPad and you could see all of the people bidding and like, Jeff R from Tucson yeah just bid 500 and and Antonia from 
DC just bid 550 and it was like so that that gave it a little bit of like a immediate like ooh like who's gonna get it type of type of um, I suppose (laughs) I know I'm I'm acting we, I feel like I wanted to say in the beginning because we, we kind of explained what it was all about and you said you enjoyed it, but I, uh, I mean, it was fine and I like Lara Spencer, but I just, I, I kind of found it to be a snooze. I don't Am know. Am I easily I, impressed? I think I'm easily impressed. You, you must, you must be since you rewatched the home edit, um, multiple times. I, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's fine. And I think if you're a fan of Antiques Roadshow or Pawn Stars or, you know, anything along those lines, then this will appeal to you. Um, yes, for sure. It's like a treasure. Anyone who likes the the, tre- the, the, the thrill of the hunt, I think, would, would like this show. Did, okay, so you, in the last episode, you told us how you have sold a few household items during COVID. Um, did, did this tickle your fancy <laughs> because of your it did. recent forays? I did get a thrill out of selling things uh that I no longer needed so it's not even just like the decluttering aspect for me like that's thrilling in and of itself but then you add on the fact that you can make money off of it and so yes I I do find that uh thrilling and delightful and I can see how you can sort of get hooked on it I guess I just in this particular case it wasn't me like I I wasn't benefiting from it so I don't I didn't care like, (laughs) I'm glad they got their money and I'm glad that they can, you know, pay for the food pantry. But, um, it's all about me, Natalie. (laughs) Yes. Well, I think, um, yeah, like you said, for anyone who likes Pawn Stars or, um, what's that show? The Container that, that it's not Pawn Stars. It's the one where they open up the storage, Storage Wars, Storage Wars. My dad loves Storage Wars. So maybe he'll like this show. Maybe I'll refer him to this show. I feel like that ju- I feel like I just sounded like a total brat. What do you mean? No, you didn't. Oh, I just it's all about me. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. Like I know you're not saying it's all about you. Well, I just like, it's an interesting question because I do I like I did find I found it thrilling when I was able to sell stuff and make money off of my junk, but I don't really I'm not, I'm not thrilled by watching other people do it. So I don't know. And that's fine. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird contrast. I think a lot of people could take or leave the premise of this show and and similar shows like it. So I don't think you should feel bad about that one bit. Okay. (laughs) One bit. I'd say maybe I'll give it another episode, but I probably won't. Um, well, listeners, if you happen to check out this show, it's on HGTV. We watched it on Hulu. Um, and the new episodes, because we got confused, the new episodes start with episode four. Mm-hmm. So season one, episode four is the new the four. And then I believe it's episode six is the other one. Yeah. If you listeners, if you guys can figure out the numbering system, please let us know. We were, <laughs> we were very confused. Um, the one that premiered this month is the episode with the minister and his wife in the beautiful Cape Cod home. So check it out and let us know what you think. (music) 
let's move on to making moves. This is our update segment where we talk about homes that we have previously discussed. Uh, are we doing both of these, Rachel? Sure. Go okay. For the, if, I wish we had a third one so we could go for the Real Housewives trifecta. I know a perfect a perfect three. Um, we're gonna start with Vicky Gunvalson's house. Vicky Gunvalson, of course, of the Real Housewives of OC. She's been trying to sell this house uh, in Coto de Casa, which is in Orange County, um, since August 2020. She listed it for 3.35 million, and it has sold. Pause for effect. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, we actually we reported on on this a few weeks ago that it was pending. So now we we have like. Like the contract has been signed, closing day has come and gone, um, and now we have the the final price. And the final price is $3 million. So in the grand scheme of things, and I remember saying, I was like, if she can get $3 million for this place, I think that's I think that's pretty good. I mean, you remember this house, Rachel. Yes, this is um, pretty heavy on the inside, although she has made upgrades to it, and it looks pretty good. And then the backyard is just to die for. I mean, with a beautiful mm-hmm. pool and uh, grotto, and yeah, I mean, it's... I, I, I would not thumb my nose at, at this place at all. So I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. surprised that it took so long to sell, but... I think it's probably because she held firm. She's like, I'm not taking less than three. So yeah. there you go. Um... Do you want to do the next one? Oh, sure. Another Real Housewife that's making moves is Teresa. You're going to make me say her last name? (laughs) Judice. Okay. That's what I thought. I thought it was. But then I thought you told me that sometimes she pronounces it differently. And I got confused. She does. She does. Just let's just say Judice. She says Judice. But let's. Judice. She also says Judice. So let's just say Judice. Judice. So Teresa Judice's weird castle turret. Home, mansion um, in New Jersey. (laughs) Yeah, it's finally pending. So she found a a buyer who's in for all this weirdness. And I, I think this buyer is buying the the house for the land. I I do. You think? I'm sorry. Yes. Not for the not for the copious TikTok videos they can make about it. I believe that this buyer will be leveling the house. And (laughs) wow. uh, I you mean, really think so? Yeah, kind of. Unless, or they plan on doing a massive renovation. Okay. This this house, if you look at the listing photos, we'll link, of course, to to our story on this house. Um, it's just ornate columns, white marble everywhere. It's just it's it's the epitome of excess in interior design form. Um, this house is pretty infamous, though. There's been a lot of parties, a lot of fights, a lot of dinners and get-togethers um, featured on TV inside this house. So Teresa and Joe listed this place. Joe Joe Judice, her ex-husband, listed this place um, in 2015 for just a hair under $3 million. They dropped the price five years later, um, and five a lot happened in five years. Joe went to jail. Teresa went to jail for... for um, money reasons uh, they dropped the price to uh, 2.49 so 2.5 it slowly you know decreased decreased and it's listed as pending right now for 
<laughs> so we will see yeah very specific we will see what the actual um sale price is and if their their buyer actually pays that much there's no need to go on about this house um it's infamous you can take a look at the photos and the saga of Teresa's home might be coming to a close which is just incredible the end of an era truly just give me one more real housewife and we'll close this out i know i'm trying to think are there anyone else who's selling their house that we oh, know about dorit 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 dorit, dorit? <laughs> um but for this segment for 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 this week those are our making moves it's now time for winners and losers this is the segment where we talk about celebrity homes uh, and we choose one winner and one loser. We're going to start with our loser because that means that we can end on a happy note. Our, our loser this week is Russell Simmons, music mogul, entrepreneur. Uh, he was Me Too'd. Um, there were <laughs> allegations of rape and uh, sexual assault by several women um he's our real estate loser this week because he has found a buyer for his new york city home um he's been trying to sell it since 2012 um and he originally put on the market for 11 million and it was last listed at 5.5 million so steep cuts steep cuts over the last nine years yeah i mean my goodness and i mean this place (laughs) i suppose he may consider himself a winner for finally being able to sell it but i would say for all intents and purposes he is not yeah and just yeah numbers and uh, i mean this kitchen i'm looking at the photo like (laughs) you know it's it's in um financial district so it's kind of a hip swanky I mean, Fida is not like the the center of culture in New York, but it it is it has a bit of a loft layout, big floor to ceiling windows, um, like high gloss ceilings. So it 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 looks like a cool looking space, yeah. um, except for the kitchen. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that price cut, we we have to call him a loser. I actually don't even mind the kitchen that much. Oh well, I've um, seen worse. You and. I've, I have seen, we have seen worse. That's for sure. Um, okay. So that is our loser. Rachel, tell us who our winner is this week. Our winner is, I don't even know. Is he, he's a rapper and a country music star. He's a mogul, baby. He's a mogul. Lil Nas X. Everybody knows Lil Nas X for his hit song, Old Town Road, with Billy Ray Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the remix, the Ridge. He was the original. Well, yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> he's our winner because he bought a house in Sherman Oaks for less than asking price. So he got a good deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a modern home that he got for $2.35 million. It was on the market for $2.5 million, So he got a little bit of a discount. So we say good yeah. for him. 
but more than anything, I was just sort of interested in what kind of house would appeal to an eccentric character like Lil Nas X. And I want to mm-hmm. know, Natalie, what you think. And listeners, as always, we will link to the photos and articles that we talk about in the show notes. So you can check it out, too. Natalie, what do you think? You know, I was expecting something edgier from him. Yeah. Um, this house is on the hillside in Sherman Oaks. Um, so I, I believe, I, I would say he has a good view of the Beautiful San Fernando view. Valley, they said. Um, it's it's on it's looking toward the valley side. Um, it's, I, I believe it's a big house. It's about 2,500 square feet, um, built in 1950. It's been remodeled, though, to, to look more modern. The kitchen is very modern. Um, nice big waterfall edge island. Uh, you know, he, he posted a funny Instagram photo of him standing on his island and just luxuriating in his in his re- his recent real estate purchase. Yeah, it makes me cringe um, a little bit. He's got his boots on and I'm like, oh, <laughs> take your shoes off before you he do can that. Grab, he can grab a Clorox wipe. He's good. <laughs> um, just makes me nervous, gives me anxiety. But yeah, I think you know these it's it's other i mean if you if i had to paint a picture of lil nas x's house this, this would is be not what you would paint it's conservative and i have to believe that he is going to put some personal spin yeah that's on true this. we we should note that these are listing photos from the house from the previous owner so it's right. very possible that he will come in and, and just completely upend the whole thing and it'll look like a completely different space. Just make it a lot cooler. It's it's not, it doesn't, I mean, it's it's a very modern, sleek house right now, but it, it doesn't have any, like, personality or cool factor. So he is the one. He's, if anyone's going to give it personality and, like, yeah. swagger, like, he's going to, I think. I, I think mean, I this- just kind of pictured him in more of, like, a historic Spanish-style villa Really? Yeah. I don't I don't know why. That's interesting. But like but like eclectic. Not yeah. Not super traditional, just something more like I don't like know. Like eclectic touches. Even more like Diane Keaton's like convent house in Tucson or something. Oh, yeah. Just right. Pictured in something with a Spanish or Mediterranean flair. That's interesting. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly didn't can, didn't see him in a, a main bedroom with a barn door. <laughs> There's Why like not? a barn door leading into the bathroom. He's going in the Old Town Road, baby. You know what? That's true, actually. So maybe <laughs> maybe um, Modern Farmhouse is, is good enough. Maybe for that's what X. spoke to him. He was like, I got to yeah. have this house because it's got a barn door, baby. I think the best part about this place is the view. Um, There's a view from the soaking tub in the main bathroom, which is really freaking cool. Um, That's kind of like the dream. There's pretty much every main room in this place has a huge, a a big panoramic view. So um, I'm sure that sold him. I'm sure. Well, good for him. And also, I feel like two point three five million. He has to. That's that kind of sounds like a. He probably could have gone up a little. bit I was going to say that. Uh, I mean, for us, obviously, no, no way, no how. But uh, for somebody, mm-hmm. for a musician who has made 
uh, hit records that who, is, who who broke a record didn't he break a record for the 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 longest number one song right yeah on billboard yes, yes. yeah yeah and he has he has you know I, I think I saw him in like a Squarespace commercial like he he's he's got money dough. like yeah. yeah so I think maybe he's starting out conservatively starting out you know which which good on him um let's get a nice comfortable beautiful house to start with and and see where we go from there so Lil Nas X we applaud you well done yeah 19 weeks on the billboard topping the billboard 100 no I mean I know a lot of people are sick of that song I I played it a couple weeks ago I did too like well because he was on um he was on something recently and I can't remember maybe it was maybe it was some other award show but I see him on TikTok. Yeah, like, I think he's cool. I think he's he, cool. He seems chill. Um, just just take your feet off that kitchen island, Nas. Do, do it for the gram, but then take your feet off and, and get a Clorox wipe. Take your I shoes the, off. I have the same anxiety anytime I see anybody. I was watching TV last night, and somebody uh, lay down in bed with their shoes on. And I get such anxiety and you know, anytime I see that, I just, I can't take it. Take your shoes off. First of all, your shoes should have been off at the door. They shouldn't have even been anywhere near the bedroom. Secondly, mm-hmm. take them off before you climb into bed. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Even like pants, even like, like for example, the pants that I would wear on the subway. Yeah. Would not go near my bed. Same. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But those are, those are discussions for another day and another episode. <laughs> All right. And that's it for House Party. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to check out any of the stories that we talked about today, you can go to realtor.com slash news or go on your podcast app and we'll have links to all the stories there. Uh, you can also go to Google, type in realtor.com and the topic and it should pop up for you. Um, and if you have a few extra moments, please give us a rating and write us a review that helps people find our show. And we love hearing what you think about the show. You can also get in touch with us on social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And our handle is at house party pod on all three. Uh, we would love to hear from you there as well. We'll post photos and stories that we talked about here and would love to start the conversation with you listeners. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll catch you later. Bye. Ciao. There you go. (laughs) Mixing it up.